It's time for VidPow Tube Talk, everyone's favorite podcast for video marketing tips. Brought to you by VidPow, your video marketing team. Do you want to hang out with the hosts and other fans of Tube Talk to get insider tips, tricks, and hacks? Join our Facebook group today at facebook.com slash groups slash Tube Talk. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy Vest from VidPal.com. Today I have the one and only Tim Shmoya. Hello, I'm here. Good to hang out with you guys again. All right, today we're going to be talking about the exciting new end screens. Tim Shmoyer, what is an end screen? Uh, well, generally, it's this thing that people have been adding to the end of their videos for years now, um, and they used to just use old school annotations as a way of getting the viewer to take a specific action when the video is is done, whether that be to subscribe or that be to comment or to watch a different video. It's just a way that that before YouTube starts suggesting just based on the algorithm what videos to watch next, the end screen has been something creators have been using for a long time to tell the viewer what they want them to do next before they just leave them up to the YouTube gods to send them wherever. <laughs> so one of the problems with that is most of the views on YouTube are mobile and annotations, which you had to use for the old school end screens, uh, don't work on mobile. So this new system does work on mobile, right? Yeah, the annotations were based on Flash, and that was the technology for streaming video years ago. But um, Flash does not work on mobile devices, at least not very well. They experimented with it and decided, you know what, HTML5 is the way to go, and there was no way to port those annotations over to HTML5 in a way that made sense. So this is their solution to that, if you want to get technical. <laughs> so one of the things you have to do if you want to use this new feature is you actually have to unpublish the annotations on the video you want to do. Mm -hmm. So if you have an old school video that has like a button or something that says click here, um, there's two ways to solve that. One, just don't worry about putting these um, end screens on your old videos. Or two, you can actually move these buttons around on the end screen um, and cover up your existing buttons. So that's another way to look at it is you could actually cover up your end screens. Mm-hmm. Another thing that you need to do is that the videos must be at least 25 seconds long to use an end screen. And that is because the end screen themselves can be no longer than 20 seconds and they only appear at the end of your videos. So you can't use them in the beginning or the middle of your videos, only at the end. And they can be a maximum of 20 seconds at the end of your video, which means your video itself needs to be at least 25 seconds long to use an end screen. Yeah, and another thing is you actually have to link to a video or a playlist in order to use end screens. You can't just say buy now and sell your products. You actually have to physically link to a, another video or a playlist in order for this to work. Which I think makes sense because YouTube's goal here is to get people to stay on their platform as long as possible, engaging with as much content as possible, seeing as many ads as possible, right? Absolutely. And so it, they don't want you to use this tool to just send everyone away from YouTube, which would probably not be great for your video anyway, as far as optimization SEO is concerned. So they're kind of forcing you to kind of implement some best practices here and at least giving people the option of staying on YouTube and watching more of your videos or more of your content or, um, or even someone else's videos rather than just making the whole 
main thrust of the call to action be to get off YouTube, you know, go to my website and that would be bad for your video, but it's kind of, I think it's a, a good move that YouTube made it that way and forced you to do it. Absolutely. And another co a cool thing, <laughs> I hit the mic. Uh, <laughs> a cool thing is there's actually several ways to add a video or a playlist. You can upload the most recent video, which if you are a YouTuber, that may make a lot of sense. For on all the videos you have these on, it's just always the latest, right? Uh, that, that could make a lot of sense, especially if you're a news site. Another is you can do best for viewer, which YouTube is going to try to use its intelligence to pick what video they think uh, out of your library your, that particular viewer would like the best. And then the third choice is to use a playlist, um, which obviously will keep people lean back and engaged watching your videos. So you can choose three ways to do it, and I think uh, it's pretty smart. I, I'm, I'm glad that, for example, if I was a news site, I don't have to go change my end screen every week. Yeah, I was just looking at my analytics um, for the – I've had the new end screen stuff for a few months now. And, um, so I've been, I have a, a few months of data in my YouTube analytics and was checking it out. And of those three options, the one that's gotten the most click throughs for me percentage wise from people who see my end screen and people who click through is the best for viewer option. It's not the most recent video and it's, it's not necessarily the playlist or, uh, or a specific video. It's whenever I just let YouTube optimize whichever video they think is best like uh, like so they're not going to show them a video they've already seen most likely i don't sure what all goes into it but uh it's probably based on their previous search history their viewing session whatever they typed into the bar looking for you know different things like that and i've seen the highest click-through rate on that one of those three options so yeah that's really interesting that's good good information too i mean your your mileage may vary so always test it yourself you know your audience may be different but for my audience it's, it's like a whole percent and a half one and a half percent higher wow uh, so it's pretty significant that's pretty amazing. One of the things you want to consider is you don't want to put a, a card um, in the last 20 seconds of a video now because obviously you don't want two things happening in at once. Um, so, the, so these are like interactive cards, like the cards we've had for a while now. These are different. You're talking about the, the different yeah, ones, right? Exactly, exactly. So the ones that like the eye in the sky, the thing that fly out from the corner, those are the things you don't want to put when your end card elements are showing up. Eye in the sky, absolutely. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I heard that from Clintus and I just, it just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, you can have an icon which will allow people to subscribe to your channel. The icon is round, so you have to be careful with your artwork. You need to have a little more room around the edges so that your logo is not cut off uh, when it goes into the circle. So you do want to play with that. And Tim Smoyer, did you have anything else to add to end screens? Uh, well, with that subscribe button, the way it works is it just shows the circle, like you said, of your channel avatar. So your channel icon avatar is square on your channel page, but on the end, they changed it to be a circle, which I'm not sure why they did that, but <laughs> like it's a square everywhere else on YouTube, except for here. So uh, you do have to evaluate, make sure it looks okay. But the thing that happens is it doesn't look like a subscribe button in of, a, of itself. It's just the icon. And the subscribe button doesn't appear until someone hovers their mouse over top of it or if they're on mobile, if 
they if they tap on it. What I did in the end card for my family's channel is I have a clear like visual on the end card itself, like a with an arrow pointing to the circle of where my my subscribe button's gonna be on screen, pointing, hey, subscribe, new videos Tuesday or Monday. Day, Wednesday, Friday, with an arrow pointing to it because just on its own, it doesn't look like a subscribe button. It doesn't look like that's what it's there for. So I've I felt like it was probably best to add some text around it with an arrow pointing to it, so people know that. And I also in my card added a drop shadow to that area also, so that it looks more like a button and less of like a oh he has this picture of him and his wife on screen. That's nice, you know. Yeah. So just to make it a little bit more clear to the viewer that that's what that thing is for. Great tips as always, Tim. How can people find you? You can find me at Tim Schmoyer on Twitter or my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash video creators, where we train people to grow an audience on YouTube. And you can find me at Jeremy at vidpal.com or vidpalbam everywhere. Until next week, keep talking to. Like what you're hearing? Write a review about Tube Talk on iTunes today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tube Talk. 